I was watching a craft, I'll call it, out, and it was in the distance. So I was watching it through the big eyes. Now, the what the big eyes is, it's imagine a pair of binoculars right. times 100. Of course, it's military grade. So, right. yeah. so I was watching this craft. And I watch it. I watched it come down and land on the water. Ooh! Hi, everyone. Today, I've been waiting. I've been waiting weeks for today's episode. Let me explain to you why. Some of you guys, well, some of you guys probably probably would think I'm such a kook, right? Uh, because I love to talk about UFOs. I love to talk about ETs. And we had two great episodes last season with us. Uh, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to say this. He's not here today. He was supposed to be here, but he's uh, taken ill, unfortunately. Today, I wanted to confer this guy, Ignatius Bong, whom you guys have met in my last uh, season, talking about ETs and UFOs. I wanted to confer him as CCB TV's official ufologist. And he was supposed to be here with me and my guest, but he just couldn't make it. Anyway, just to let you know, he is our new ufologist officially for CCB TV at least. And I want to take this show on this particular vertical as much as I can to talk about this rarely talked about topic in Singapore and in Asia to bring this on the Chris Hansen conversation. And to help me do more of that today, I have with me a very special person. I personally think that this guy is a magnet for ETs. As we go along, you'll find out why. Help me welcome to the show, Doug Anderson. Thanks Thanks for being here, man. No problem. And before I'm going to invite you to introduce yourself to everyone, I have to talk about these little things here. Looks good. Whom you say you love very much too, right? Of course. These little munchkins, they are called vades. They're an Indian delicacy. You can hardly find them in India because they don't usually have the prawns smacked in them. But we do it here in Singapore this way. They're called prawn vades. And they are from Gordon's vades. And every time we have a shoot, VJ comes to us with these little mm, awesome these little vades and they are really fantastic if you haven't had them before it's flash on the screen all you have to do is make sure you give them a buzz yeah and order some of Gordon's vades today now back to the episode the UFO magnet I'm going to ask you Doug to please give everyone an introduction of who you are sure so I'm an American. I'm from the Bluegrass State, uh, better known as Kentucky, I guess you could say. Uh, born and raised there. Um, I joined the military in '96. Uh, I was in there for several years. Um, I'm now living in uh, Singapore. I've been here for about 11, 12 years. Wow. I'm in Singapore. Okay. PR. Okay. Here. So you spent time in the military, a lot of time in the military. Which part of the military? Uh, United States Navy. You were in the Navy? Yes. Okay. Westpac. Mm? Seventh okay. Fleet. Wow. So am I talking to a SEAL? <laughs> no. Okay. No, but I know a few. <laughs> <laughs> you're here with us today. I said you're a UFO magnet. You have stories to tell us. But of course, I said, I said this before in uh, my last season on two episodes. How is it? Every time there are major UFO sightings, they seem to happen in the U.S. I don't know. I don't really have a good answer for that. Um, I know there's a lot of farmland and stuff. You know, in America, there's a lot of open land. And maybe people are just looking up more now. And maybe in America, they're not as afraid to talk about it, I guess. Really? Maybe. Not worried about stigma? (coughs) (laughs) To be honest, you know, I I thought seriously, you know, when you asked me to do this show, I I had to think about it quite a bit because people like to ridicule, you know, people for saying like, oh, you didn't see nothing. You know, why are you saying that? But I'm telling you now, I know what I saw and I don't really care if people believe (coughs) believe me or not, to be honest. Okay. Sorry about the coughing, man. I think it's... uh, the smell. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe it's those hot peppers there. Yeah. Uh, the yep. <coughs> Excuse me. The chili, man. The smell of the chili is getting to me. Okay. I mean, not that it's not good. It is good. Um, right. When we talk about 
lots of sightings happening in America. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were to look back at history, isn't it? I mean, since Oppenheimer okay. and the kebab boom that happened in yes. New Mexico, yes, the first time the, the atomic bomb was tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after that, lots more sightings started to happen in the U.S. And in all the other countries that have produced nuclear weapons. I don't know whether or not you've heard of this theory, but it is a theory. Uh, and it's always been a theory that lots of sightings always occur in the U.S. But you came, you come from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I've done some research. Mm-hmm. And I realize that it is one of the states in the U.S. that has got probably more sightings of UAPs not enough to call it that, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, unad- unidentified anomalous mm-hmm. phenomena. Phenomena. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yep. Fuck that. It's just UFOs, yeah? So lots of sightings that happened in Kentucky. What hap- Did anything happen with you while you were living there? I've been seeing them for a while. You can say um, the very first UFO I saw, mm-hmm. I was around 10 years around 10 years old mm-hmm. and I I didn't know anything about UFOs or this or that I just kn- knew when I saw it right something it was something out of the ordinary okay what was it you saw at 10 okay I was 10 years old I was um, walking along I guess you could say I, I just came out of a place called Landmark Apartments and as a matter of fact, my sister was babysitting me, I remember. Okay. And um, I walked outside, and it was sort of like an open field, and this circular shadow mm-hmm. came over me. And when I looked up, <laughs> you're going to think this sounds a little bit crazy, but I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I saw. It was a disc shape. The best way to describe it, Chris, is... Mm-hmm. Um, like mirror it was um, reflective it was very reflective right it was only about less than a hundred yards from me i would say about as tall as a 10 10 story building okay you know if you lived on like a level 10 at hdb here yeah it would be about that height that's pretty low, isn't it? Yes, That's why you got this big shadow over you. Yes. Right. Well, not only that, Chris. <laughs> okay, it's a disc shape. On top, it had like a dome, a mm-hmm. typical UFO. Well, it had red interior lights. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you now, this is going to sound even more crazy. There was two figures looking out that window. Out of the dome? Yes, because it was like a disc shape. And then you could say like a a roll of what I would call windows, and then it was a dome on top. Right. And there was two figures, shadows, I'll say, that was looking out at me as I was looking at it, as it went slowly by. Okay. And that is the best one I saw up close. And I never will forget it. I I ran in and I told my sister, Mm -hmm. and I even drew a picture of it when I was 10 years old. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to use you, man, because you know what? I don't think you're crazy at all. Because right now on my screen, I did some research just today. Okay. Somewhere in 1976, in a place in Kentucky called Stanford, three girls were supposedly abducted. And they described the spacecraft they saw exactly the way you just did. Don't surprise me. With the dome on the top and the lights, the red lights. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. And it was also in Kentucky, but 1976. Wow. That year when you saw it, when you were 10 years old, what year was that roughly? Early 1980s. 80, 81, 82. So it's not that like far that. away. No, just a few from, years. Yeah. And how far away from where you are located to Stanford? I'm not for sure, to be honest. Uh, I, I, I would hate to say because I've never went through that area. Okay. In Kentucky. Okay. So it's, wow, wow. I just read it today. Mm-hmm. And the same exact description you just gave, including 
the famous one that happened in Kentucky and there was a shootout. And it was the same description of the flying disc. And this time, this was a close encounter of the third kind because it landed and aliens came out and these guys on the farm started opening fire. I can see that. <laughs> Country boys so, are quick yeah. to do that. <laughs> and because, uh, it, it was, uh, where was it? Hop- Hopkins. Oh, okay. I've definitely heard of Hopkins. And I, yeah. know, I know that story. You know that story? I know that story. Okay. Yes, they shot at them uh, through the windows of their house. Correct, yeah. I'm familiar with that one, of course. Because, you know, it's in Kentucky. I mean, why does it always happen in Kentucky? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So you ran back into Let's go back to your story at 10 okay. years old. You ran back into your house. Yes. And you told your sister about it. Yes. Then what happened next? Uh, she thought I was crazy. Uh-huh. And anyway, I drew a picture of it. Uh-huh. And I, I still remember it uh, to this day. Right. There. And, you know... I've had other family members and stuff say that they've also seen flying disc. And I've even had my, it's my, my brother's wife's mom and dad. Uh-huh. Um, they own a big farm. And when I shared my story with them, they also told me a story where there was a, he said that he saw a UFO um, flying low right over the treetops of his farm. Right. But he went on to say that there was two unmarked black helicopters following it closely as it went by and trust me this is an old country boy he's in his 80s and he probably hasn't told a lie in his whole life and he wouldn't be fibbing about this either and when i told him my story he told me his Uh and trust me we don't talk about these things lightly you know i mean it's just taboo i guess you could say to to talk about it you don't want to be ridiculed at all right but you know, well, when you I've do been, talk you know, about it, it's got to be taken seriously. That's exactly. your opinion. Exactly. Exactly right. Okay. And so he saw two un- unmarked black helicopters. Correct. Escorting it? Yes. Or just escorting it? I would say escorting it because he said that, or the UFO just didn't care. <laughs> I didn't even miss <laughs> And up. just had the government, you know, just sort of following behind it, like didn't care about it. Yeah, but yeah, unmarked helicopters, man. Yes. Are there any missile silos in Kentucky? Couldn't tell you. Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. How about, I'm sure there are air bases uh, in Kentucky. There very well could be. I mean, each state has its own National Guard. Right. There. And, of course, we have a big National Guard there in, in Kentucky, especially there in Carrollton. Um, I got family members in the National Guard. Right. There. So, I mean, hard telling what's around there, to be honest. Mm. You know, uh, um, of course, you know, it's all either classified or top secret. Right. Secret. right. Any other stories you've got coming out from, well, from home? From home, I've seen other UFOs. Um, so there, there was more than one? Of course. Okay. Let's go on. Let's go on. It's getting interesting. Okay. Mm. Um, as I was a teenager and growing up, there right. was always one that me and my brother would watch. And it would show up about every night there for several months. And you could see it around 2 or 3 in the morning. And then it would be around 3 o'clock in the morning. It would just take off slowly. And it would go across the sky. Now, you would just think it's a star by looking at it. But it would always flash different colors. Okay. You know what a twinkling star is, as they call it. Well, this one would twinkle, but it would twinkle a little bit differently than the others and a little bit different colors, which would set it apart. You could definitely see it, that it was different. Right. But it was still at a distance like a star. Okay. And then normally around 3 o'clock in the morning, 2 or 3, it would just take off and go slowly across there. So this is like multiple sightings of the same craft. Could be. Now, I don't know if it's the same one I saw close up. Well, same kind of craft. Right. Exactly. But it was definitely something. That, that's for sure. Do you think these things are still going on today? Of course. Well, that was quick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I believe that they've probably been coming around for thousands of years. And to think that uh, another civilization has a thousand years of technology, mm-hmm. you know, more advanced than we do, mm-hmm. I can see why the government would not really want to talk about it a little bit. I'd hate to think where we're going to be a thousand years from now in technology. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so do you really think that these are aliens or do you think these are reverse engineered by your government? Couldn't tell you. Opinion, man. Not holding you to it. This is opinion, <laughs> man. Well, I think both of those is possible. I think there's also a third thing that you could say about that. Some people believe that it could be us from the future. I was just about to go there. Yeah. So, I mean, and if you believe that, well, then you'd have to believe in, you know, different dimensions and stuff, of course. But, I mean, who knows? Well, I don't know what's more far-fetched aliens from a you know a galaxy far far away as they say <laughs> or it's just us from the future right via interdimensional travel yeah exactly yeah. right do you have you been watching the recent uh, u.s congressional hearing on uaps somewhat okay somewhat david grush the the the, the, the first whistleblower okay that really blew this whole thing wide open the ex-intelligence officer of great high standing, to be honest. And this guy, during the hearing, there's one part I couldn't help, but uh, it caught me. And he did talk. He did mention about something that's interdimensional. Yeah? But the only trouble I have with the whole thing is, is that uh, this is like secondhand. He's a secondhand witness. Okay. You know, it's, it's, it, he's not the primary witness. Right. He heard it from people whom he claims are involved still in these projects, yeah. So it's kind of interesting to to re, to to you know read to, to well watch those hearings and also in having knowledge of what's been happening all these years. I've been following on this UFO phenomena, and that uh, of course I've heard about the theory that it could be us from the future, could be, yeah, and that we could have developed time travel and there are things that has to be fixed in our timeline. For time, for uh, the timeline to get to get better potentially, mm-hmm. and it's people from the future coming back to tell us, guys, you got to stop what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So I know we've been hearing funny sounds coming through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the problem when you've got a new system going. So when in your teens, your your brother and yourself, you keep seeing multiple times the same kind, same type of spacecraft flying at two, three o'clock in the morning. Yes, that's because, I mean, but that's after you watch it for a while. These mm. things, they would come out, say, around 10 p.m. You right. know, me and my brother, we'd go outside, you know, sit on the porch or something other, and we'd look up, and i call it my buddy because I've been seeing him for years. I'd be like, hey, our buddy's up there. And then he'd be look, and he would say, like, yeah, that's it. And then that's when he told me that, you know, he, he would come out sometimes, you know, late at night because he, he's a heavy smoker. He smokes like a pack a day. Right. And he said he'd come out, and he said, that he's watched it, and about two or three in the morning, it would start slowly going across the sky. Hmm. Over, he said that's when it would move around that time. Okay. So where it's going, don't know, but I think that it would always come back there for a while. Why? Maybe surveillance or something. I, I couldn't tell you. Don't know. <laughs> if you could tell me, man, yeah. something's really wrong somewhere. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you something else. I, I've seen, and as we go along, I'll tell you the ones I saw when I was in the military. Yeah. But to see one actually take off sometimes, the best way to describe it is, you ever hit a golf ball? Yeah. It's like that. Gone. I've seen them do that. And I, I don't know which is more, I don't know the, really the word that I'm, I'm looking for, but. To see one go from here to over here, mm-hmm. whether it's a wormhole or whatever it is they do, mm-hmm. or to see one just sort of shoot across the sky is phenomenal. I mean, it, so it's going at speeds that that that's certainly not of uh, human made. Correct. Correct. Nothing that's human made. Nothing that we've seen before that is made by like an aircraft, a jet fighter. Exactly. Nothing it, like that. No, it would run circles. It, so it just goes against the laws of physics. Correct. Okay. Correct. And you know it, it could come to a dead stop, go at you know ninety degree angles. Right. And you've seen all that. Yes. When you're on the land in Kentucky. Yes. And you've seen these crafts take off like that. Yes. Like, this is the way you're telling me this. It's as if it's a fucking everyday thing, man. It's a daily affair. Like you're waking up in the morning, you have your, your cereal and milk and stuff. It's like every day. 
Is was that how it was like? Not every day, but it it wouldn't be uncommon. And you know, if I mentioned it to my friends, my friends would say, "Yeah, I've seen them." So it's a very it's so it's normal for people in Kentucky generally, people you know, your friends, your family. That is, this is like, a, yeah, well, okay, yeah, okay, we saw that yesterday. So. We, we definitely believe each other, one hundred percent, because we all have our own stories to tell. So yeah, I mean, so it's it's, it's, it's really common. I guess so. I'm just wondering, how is it? How is it we're not seeing stuff like that here? You said, yeah, okay, light pollution is one thing, and we're really crowded. We're a city. But explain the uh, this, the Phoenix Lights, man. That's a city. True. Right? True. So I, I just wonder, okay, we're not looking up enough. I agree. I've been telling people on my socials, in my socials, telling them, look, guys, do us all a freaking favor and look up. <laughs> Yeah, you know, only takes a minute. Yeah, only takes a minute. Yeah, yeah. but then again, as I, you know, Bong and I both agree, Asians and Singaporeans are not entirely very interested in this. But maybe you're right. You're in a very a vast country, and you know, you got lots of land. You probably can see the Milky Way, which we've not yes, seen before. Of course, it's beautiful. Yeah, but another thing that since you've said that, mm-hmm. maybe that's why we see more of them because it's such vast. It's not building, building, building as you you know have here in Singapore and yeah. big cities. Right. It's open land, so even if they do come, they can land in the middle of a field. And there's no houses, no buildings, no one to even mess with them. Yeah. There's there's hundreds and thousands of acres that's just forest. So basically, they can be they won't be disturbed by by people. Exactly. Yeah. And okay. you know where I live, I'm from the country. Right. <laughs> you know when I was telling you about my other family members there, we don't have no neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, deers and squirrels. <laughs> that's all we got. You know, with our neighbors. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. What else? Is there any any other stories? Are there any other stories coming out from from you? Anyway, doesn't you don't have to stop yourself at just Kentucky. You can just go on. Well, I might as well fast forward to military days. I sure, guess. man. All right. You're out there in the open sea. <laughs> Definitely see a ton more. Yes, and you know when you're out in the middle of the sea, you know I've gone days without seeing land. Mm-hmm. You're you're like a what I call a floating toothpick out there. Because you seem so small. Everywhere you look, there's no land. Right. You're at the mercy of Poseidon, as we say, you know, <laughs> King Neptune out there. Yeah, yeah. And it's truly remarkable out there. You know, it, it's beautiful. Now, there you can truly see the Milky Way. And it would be nothing out of the ordinary for me to see, you know, several shooting stars a night. Yeah. And when you're out there and there's no land in sight, you're the only thing out there. And we go to darkened ship. It is so black out there, Chris. I could go outside on the fantail and put my hand in front of my face. You can't even see your hand. It is pitch black out there. And um, I might as well go on and uh, tell you a little story. Yeah, please. All right. This is one I shared with my wife. This is before she was with my wife. (laughs) We was on our way to Singapore, actually. And, um, well, I was on lookout. And... I was watching a craft, I'll call it, out, and it was in the distance. So I was watching it through the big eyes. Now, the what the big eyes is, it's imagine a pair of binoculars right. times 100. Okay. <laughs> I, I could see Super miles, yes, right. away with that thing. Of course, it's military grade. So, right. yeah. so I was watching this craft. And I watch it. I watched it come down and land on the water. Well, I'm the lookout. I radioed it in to CIC, which is a combat information center. Right. And in uh, the ship, right? Yeah. Right. Right. And um, I, I said, um, "What would you all say if I told you that I just watched it come down and land there?" But but don't let me get ahead of myself. I I radioed it in. I said I have a contact relative bearing. Blah blah blah. Approximately, you know. 10 miles out right. you know do did you uh, pick it up on radar and they uh they radioed back and they said yes they said it just popped up on radar so i said how about if i told you that i just watched it land there and then they sort of laughed at me and they said uh, we'd ask you what you're smoking up there <laughs> after that i didn't radio anything in uh-huh. but uh, i'll tell you now chris i watched it through the big eyes and it just floated on the water like a ship it just came down and it landed there and then it just floated there just like a ship was. 
And I watched it as we went along. I watched it probably for at least 20 minutes (laughs) through the big eyes, just watching it to see what it would do. And I think that it was very aware that I was watching it. Because if I can see it, and I was looking at it through the big eyes, I can only imagine the technology they have. Right. They could probably zoom in and tell tell me my eye color right. <laughs> from where they're at, you know. So I, that's what I had a feeling. I had a feeling they was watching me as well. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? Well, later on, I'll tell you about another incident. No, no. What happened to that craft? It was just it, you, it you just guys, stayed there, and you guys Until, just yeah, we just kept on going your way, going our way. Yeah. And can you describe that craft? I mean, was what, it, what, it was, was dome, dome shape. It's a dome shape. Yeah. Um, well, I'll call it a disc with a dome. It's same thing. Same, same thing. Same thing. Did it thing. look like the same craft you saw when you were 10? No. This one was much bigger. The one that I saw when I was 10, I would say it was only probably, it wasn't a big craft at all. Okay. hundred um, feet, 150 feet, maybe, if that. It wasn't what I would call a big craft. 100 feet is not big. 100 feet is big, mate. Well. How big was this one that you saw through the big eyes? It it, had, well, it was much bigger than that. Holy <laughs> shit. I could tell you that. <laughs> Over. But it was about the no, same t- type of craft. Yes. Same same, same type. Got the same sure. bunch of people following you, man. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But it gets better. As, um, like I said, I'll go on to the my next one. Yeah, sure. All right. Now, this one, I don't know where we was at. Maybe we was on our way to Hong Kong or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I didn't radio this in because I knew what they would say. And when you're in the military, you see things out to sea. You can talk about it amongst yourselves. Right. But you're told not to talk about it off the ship, right. of course. And it was sort of a well-known fact that even one of our destroyers uh, went to um, – went to um uh what do you call it um now that i'm trying to think about it i i can't think of the word i'm looking for uh-huh. but anyway a ufo came right over it and, right. It, and it went made the the ship the destroyer go a diw which is dead in the water so they sounded the alarms and everything went to the battle stations okay gq they call it general quarters okay and um they said once they went to gq the thing just took off, just like I was telling you about this. Okay, gone. right, right. But everybody sort of knew it in the fleet as well. It was one of the destroyers. I won't say the name of the of the ship, but it was one of the destroyers that that happened to. Okay. So moving along, like with one of my stories, uh-huh. um, this it was at dusk. I would say around six in the evening, I guess. Okay. I seen another craft whether it was the same craft i saw earlier or not couldn't tell you it, it came down but this time it went in the water so it became a uso correct and then another one came another one yep so for example what the fuck <laughs> so for example this one went in the water another one came and hovered where it entered the water right this one would fly over here and then it would go up but like if this, if it flew over this way, uh-huh. when this one would come out of the water, it would come up right underneath of it. So right. what I'm getting at is if you watched the one that was above the water, you could tell what the other one was doing underneath the water. They move like that. So if this one moves over here, then this one will move. They synchronized their movements. Yes. Okay. Yes, 100%. And now how deep it would go underwater, couldn't tell you. And it would not splash as it went into water or come out. It's almost like the water sort of opens up and then closes right behind it. So there's like it doesn't cause a splash, no water coming up. But nope. it's like, so it's not. It didn't plunge in. It like it entered in. Correct. <laughs> that would be correct. That's just just nuts, man. I'm just saying what okay, I but, saw. But but, but but again, I'm gonna ask. Sure. These two are identical crafts, right? Yes. They Moving are. in synchronicity, right? Yes. Somewhat. Yeah. How did it? How did they look like? Disc again, disc, disc with again. dome on top. Yes, the same type of craft. Yes, size same as the one at ten, or same as the same as the one when you had the uh, big eyes. Big eyes. So that size. Yes. Two huge ones. Yes. 
Yeah. And how far away were you? Were you on lookout as well for yes. that? Yes, yes, I was on lookout. And, and it was at night? No, this was at dusk. Oh, dusk, shit, so there was daylight. Yes, yeah. The sun, say the sun was setting, but you could definitely see them. You could, I could see them during, that's how come I looked, I spotted them through the big eyes, because I, I could see them on the horizon. Because you got to remember, there's no land at all. And this is a different part of the world that you sailed in. Yes. From the first encounter you had at sea. Mm. Different location. Different location. Different yes. part of the world. Mm, you could say that. These fuckers are following <laughs> you, <laughs> man. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on, it's so compelling. It's just what the odds to have the same. True. The same type of craft that you've been seeing all your life. I I didn't see a different style of craft. You never did? Different one? I seen a different style oh, later you on. You have, okay. Once I got married and I showed them to my wife, as a matter of fact. Because um, I always told my wife my stories, and I don't think she believed me until <laughs> until she actually, I showed her. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and, you know, we was walking over to the park one day. Where? Um, Kentucky. I'm, hey. I'm out of the military now. I'm married to my wife. I met my wife here in Singapore. Right. You know? And um, she was living with me back in the States, and we was walking over to the park. Uh-huh. And I, I told her, I said, I see one of my buddies. And I use that as code, and she knows, <laughs> she knows what I code. mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she right. knows exactly what I mean when right. I see that. So, mm-hmm. she, and this was during the day. This was probably two or three in the afternoon. Oh man, midday. And um, and she's like, "What? Where?" So I, I I pointed them out to her, and she goes, "I see it." I said, "Exactly. This one was spear shaped, round, circle, like a basketball." So it's a real silver. round spherical yes. object. Yes. Okay. And then another one came along. I guess. Well, I won't say it came along. We after she spotted the one, then we we caught the movement of another one. Right. And they're hard to see because they're like silver, metallic. Right. You can say. And then, sure enough, it started doing the the same synchronizing. Right. One would move over here, then the other one would move. This one move, this next one move. And, and there was, it doesn't, all these spacecraft, well, right, I'm going to say spacecraft, craft, right. all these UAPs that you, you've seen, mm-hmm. they're all noiseless, silent. Correct. Silent. Yeah, you cannot hear anything. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. And I have seen those spears in different sizes. The mm-hmm. smallest one I've ever seen was smaller than a basketball. And that one was very close to me as it as it flew by. How actually. close? How close? Were, were you on the street? Were yes, you? twenty feet. Oh shit! Yes, and that one was a little bit scary. And you were on the street. <laughs> you were on the street. Yes, yeah. In 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 the I, town. I was, I was pumping gas in, in my vehicle, and I just oh, paid man. for it and came out, and that thing went over my head. Oh, I was like, man. holy crap! I went home. I told told my wife about it too. She was like, no way. So were these were these uh, little orbs? Yeah, they, you can say that. They, they were, were, they, they, were they glowing? Lights? This, this one was. This okay. this one, you can't miss it when you see it. <laughs> They're sort of hard to describe. Um, this one here was, I guess you could say a silver shape. But when I say silver, it's like mirror. Yeah, it reflects. Re- reflective, yeah. It's yeah. very reflective. So if you're not looking right at it, you're going to miss it. And the only reason why you can see it is because of the movement. Right. You know, as it goes by. So your eye catches it. And then when you look right at it, you're like, what the hell is that? Mm. You, you can see it. And then right. it, just, it just goes on. So it's like something, something that's, that's holographic. Yes. Right. That's, that's uh, giving reflection of the surroundings. And you wouldn't realize it unless it moves and you see things actually Correct. going a little bit more blurry, right? Correct. Yeah, it's like watching the, the Predator movie and the guys in it is camouflage, something like that. camouflage mode. 100%. It is yeah. something like that. Ah, Correct. Right. <laughs> no, man. I mean, don't, don't get me the wrong way. I'm no skeptic when it comes to this. I'm not a skeptic when it comes to this. I, I, I said it before and I'll say it again. We can't be so arrogant to think that out of this big universe, we are alone. I agree. This is ridiculous. I mean, you look at, uh, take a look at the James Webb uh, uh, telescope and pointing at one tiny black spot in space. 
Yeah. And there are thousands of galaxies alone in that tiny little pixel. Yes. And you blow it up and you see, oh, good grief, what are we looking at here, man? You know, you just cannot say that we are alone. There's yeah. no fucking way. You have never reported any of these during your time in service. Only that first one that I, I told you about. In the and no one came to question you. No one came down to ask you to write a report. No, not at all. No one did, huh? No. So no men in black came knocking <laughs> on your door or something no. like that? Nothing like that? No. Okay. No, not at all. And the people you know in Kentucky, mm-hmm. have they ever officially reported it to the sheriff or to the police department or to the, to no. the military? No, but I would say it wouldn't be uncommon for the police or the sheriff to have seen it as well. They just, they don't, you know, radio it in for the news or anything like that. They just look at it, maybe go home, tell their wife <laughs> about what they saw, and that was it. So, and it, does, it doesn't bug them? No. So what do you think the people in Kentucky, mm-hmm. since we're talking about so much about these sightings in Kentucky, sure. it's like an everyday thing. It's like I, I change my underwear every day. Like I see UFOs <laughs> every day too. I mean, what do you think the people of Kentucky think today when they watch the U.S. congressional hearing on UAPs? It don't surprise them any. It won't surprise them. Would, no. would they be thinking it's about fucking time? Yes. And, you know, I, I can understand sort of why the government don't say anything because, I mean, people are going to sort of freak out thinking that you know, the aliens, they could come here and just, just destroy Earth if we want, they well, wanted to. They, they would have done it a long time ago if they exactly. wanted to, right? Yeah. I believe that they just sort of watching us. And, you know, you always hear about these UFOs going over our nuclear facilities yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's just them looking to see what we got. You know, seeing how advanced we're getting. To see if we can actually hurt them or hurt our own selves. No, well, actually... T- Which we, if we you, can. If you, know? if you haven't heard, man, these, these are declassified stuff. Um, there was a nuclear facility uh, with silos. Right. Right? So I can't remember exactly where in the U.S. because you guys are so big, I just cannot remember <laughs> yeah. all yeah. the states and Me neither. all the I'm bases. from there. <laughs> right? And, um, and um, <clears throat> a UFO appeared above... Um, that base right and switched off everything I believe that 100% that's what yep. it did to the destroyer and they did almost the same thing in the in the former USSR but this time they counted down okay. the missiles to be fired to be launched and as it reached I think 30 seconds to go to countdown because the Soviets were desperately trying to find a way to switch it off, it just stopped. It's The countdown stopped, I think, at 30 seconds. And there was a UFO above the facility, plain as day for everyone to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the reason why I asked, were there any, are there any missile silos mm. we know when, where you guys are in Kentucky? Yeah. You know, and, and I couldn't tell you, you know, why they visit here i'd like to think it's because we have a a beautiful world you know Mm -hmm. and stuff and i think they do something with our water you know since the i've seen one you know land on the water and go in the water you know maybe they they like the water (laughs) so you know i like to think that they're actually protecting earth and helping us out Mm. because maybe an asteroid could have hit earth many times but maybe they sort of help protect us as well well you're looking at you're looking at them as benevolent then you feel that they're benevolent i think that they've been around for a long time and i think they just sort of help us out well that's the ancient alien theory that's the ancient alien i hope so because if they're going to do some i think they've already done it you know yeah and do i think that we've already made contact yes why I don't think that the government has told anybody mm-hmm. because some people would freak out, you know, not just because there's nothing we can do. You know, they, they can run circles around us in our military. Mm-hmm. But then you have the religious factor as well going, going in. Yeah, well, the, you know, the, the theological crisis. Uh, there could also be a energy crisis or an economic collapse even because 
we will then realize we might not really need fossil fuels you know to exactly. to, to power anything in, uh, that we that we need mm-hmm. this free energy to be used like tesla was attesting to yeah. um and nikolai tesla not not the car brand um, <laughs> the real man yeah, exactly um yeah you know and and theologically uh major faiths and religions will be will be also be at threat because people then start to question you know uh where do we come from like exactly. carl sagan said that we all come from cosmic dust and to cosmic dust we shall return. <laughs> um, you know, so there'll be a lot of challenges for the human race. Yeah. That These are all the assumptions though. You know, the reason why the US government all these decades have been keeping things under wraps. Um, anyway, any more sightings, man? The, uh, you know, I mean, you had some in Kentucky, lots actually. Mm-hmm. Some amazing ones in the ocean during yes. your time in service in the Navy. Yes. Any more? There, there is one more I'll, I'll share with you. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe we was in the waters uh, getting ready to go to uh, South Korea or something. This is when I was in the military as well. Right. Um, I'm on lookout. I was always up on lookout. <laughs> and... Um, you like you like taking extras, yeah. man. In our yeah. in our service, we say taking an extra. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was just one of my duties uh-huh. as lookout. So I would I was up there, and it was probably two or three in the morning. Okay, I had I had what they call the balls watch. The what? The balls watch, which is like from midnight, you know, which is zero zero. That's why they call it the right. balls yep. watch to four in the morning. Right. So I was doing that, and I love you know just watching the sky out there. It's beautiful. So I. And I can tell you now, I've I've actually seen like Saturn with the big eyes on certain months. The, these are very powerful. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I mean, you, you see no, the it's whole. Had a, it's had a, you could see the rings. You, oh, you really? Could, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did once. I was lucky to see it just at the right time. So I was, you know, searching the skies through uh-huh. it, you know, looking for contacts. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say I saw a fleet. Of UFOs is what I'll say. That's what I'll call it. Now, of course, you can't. I could tell that they were disc shaped, right? But they were so far out; they almost looked like uh, donuts looking at them through the big eyes. Okay. And I would say there was twenty to thirty of them. No way. Yeah, and they were very high up, and of course, they wasn't on radar either. They okay. they wasn't on radar. Okay. Otherwise, they they would have contacted me to see if I had a visual on on anything. Okay. So I knew what I was looking at, and I was like, "Good, you know, good grief!" You know, there's a lot of them, and there was at least twenty or thirty of them flying, and, flying and over. they were going in one general direction. Yes, yep. And that is the most I've ever seen. And you know, I can't give you any specifics on them or anything I, because they were so far away. But they they look like uh, donuts. Okay, they're, they're like a. I like green color. Are you sure that you were color. seeing them? They, were they out in space in orbit, or were they in in our atmosphere? I would say more in space. More in space. Yeah, I don't think they was in our atmosphere. Right. And where was the moon, man? Was it around close by to where they were heading or heading away so. from? Was it heading to the moon? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't okay. tell you. They, right. I just remember because that's the most I've ever seen at one time. Okay. And they, they were definitely UFOs, 100%. But they were out there in out in our orbit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, your big eyes can actually see stuff outside <laughs> of. I, I could see you smoking a cigarette fifteen miles away through, through those big eyes. Holy shit! <laughs> so when you when you have you ever tried panning your big eyes on the moon on the yes. moon surface? Yes. What do you see? You Craters. really see? No, but you really see magnified. Like you know, you could yeah. see like rock formations and stuff. On no, they're they're not that powerful. But I mean, you can see up to like at least fifteen miles away. Through, through the big eyes. Right, there. right. They're, they're, it's like a big, powerful telescope. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah that definitely, that's what it is. But yeah. I just want curious to, to know what you actually see on the surface of the moon using the big eyes. Yeah, you can see the craters. Right. But, of course, you can't see specific rocks or anything like yeah, that on not, there. But Not that but close. You yeah. can definitely get a good view of it. Okay. That's for sure. Okay, okay. Because I'm wondering, if you ever done that? Have you ever seen any, oh, movement, any movement around the moon? <laughs> no, no, I okay. haven't seen that. This is me going on a lunar thing again. Yeah. I'm a nut when it comes to, you know, this is the moon artificial. I've heard that theory as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People really think I'm a nutcase when it comes to this shit. Um, 
again, lots of these happen in the U.S. Thanks for sharing. I mean, this yeah. is such an eye opener, man. Um, I, I, I've, I've read these two interesting stories of what happened in Kentucky, and um, the, the shootout at yes. you know at the farm, yeah. and then the True three story. girls that were abducted for, and yeah. they've lost two about eighty minutes. No, about uh, eighty minutes of their time. As a matter of fact, um, and then they were definitely you know probed somehow, examined. Um, and then now you're telling me it's like an everyday occurrence back home. Now, you've been here in Singapore for what, 11 years? 11, 12 years. 11, 12 years. Yeah. In your 11 or 12 years, yeah, I bet it's been really quiet for you where these sightings are concerned. Well. <laughs> oh, here we yeah. go. Well, I, I have seen a few things here in, in Singapore as well. Shut uh, the front door, man. No, I'm telling you, and uh, I got some pictures, got some videos. Okay, I can share with you. Okay, hang on a second. <laughs> you were saying in Singapore you've seen UAPs, UFOs in our skies. Yes. Let's talk about the first one. It's been years, actually, since I've seen, you know, what I call my buddies. But it wasn't too long ago, I would say. Well, actually, the first one I seen here was several years ago. Okay. And it was daytime. Okay. It was daytime. Uh, we was sitting watching TV. And I happened to look out, and there was like a, a black triangle-shaped craft, I guess it, you could say. This is over where? Which part of Singapore? Singkang. In Singkang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug sent us a picture. <laughs> See the, not that one, not that one, man. Not that one. Don't put that one up. The, uh, this one. Yes. This is the craft. This is the picture you had your wife take. Mm-hmm. And that's a triangular craft. Yes. What was it doing, man? Hovering. And what caught my attention is I, when, when I saw it, I thought it was just sort of weird, you know, because, I mean, it was way up in the sky. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe it's just a, you know, big-ass kite or something like that. <laughs> But I watched it, and it didn't move at all, at all. No fluttering. No fluttering, no string attached that I saw. There was nothing, it, and it was just stationary. So I watched it for probably 15, 20 minutes. And then, you know, I, I told my wife, and we both watched it. And after it was there for at least a half hour, we took a few, few pictures of it. Okay. I sent you. Okay. And then, you know, we was watching TV, sort of watching that, because I took that right out my window. Mm-hmm. And then I just happened to look back, and it was gone. So you turn your attention away for a couple of seconds, you mean? Yeah. And then you look back in the window. Yep. And it wasn't there anymore. Correct. And so, I mean, if it, it sure as hell wasn't a kite. Otherwise, right. you'd see someone, you know, really. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, and it was just gone. I didn't. Do, do drones hover, man? Drones do hover. But that didn't look like no Kai, drone to me. Can we put me. that picture up again, please, Kai? Yeah. Let's take a look at that picture again. How big do you think that craft was? I have no idea. Judging by distance and all that. It definitely doesn't doesn't look like a a, a drone that I've ever seen. No. Or any drone that we're used to that people can buy. Yeah, it was a black triangle is exactly what it was. A black triangle. And it was hovering. Yeah. And it was there for, I'd say, an hour. Okay, because Four 45 minutes to an hour. Because planes don't hover unless they are vertical takeoff, but we don't we don't hear of any one of those yet in Singapore. The Raptors are not here yet. <laughs> it won't be here for a couple of years, but um, that. But anyway, it won't just be hovering at that altitude. There's no way any you know yeah. conventional fighter jet will do that. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it, it was weird. So that's why I had my my wife to take a few pictures of. Mm. So. And I'm don't, glad I did. Don't tell me there's <laughs> some more in Singapore. There is. There is. Now, now what I'm getting ready to show you now here right. that is was just taken maybe a month ago, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, my family had, had just left the, the house, and I was taking the trash out. Okay. You know, taking it down to the rubbish chute, throwing yep. it in. Well, this light in the sky caught my attention. It was very bright. And it was nighttime. It was probably around 9, 10 o'clock, I'd say, 9, 10 p.m. Kind of early, yeah. Yeah. And, man, it, it was bright in the sky. And it's not that picture there. 
the it's the other picture. I call it, it looks like a Zippo. Yeah. Oh, uh, this one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing because that morphed into the other picture that I sent. So, the, so okay. So this one. Yes. Morphed into the Zippo. Yes. And vice versa. <laughs> it it was like it was that first, and it. I'm, I'm telling you, Chris, it 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 was very very bright. That's why I, it drew my attention, and I took that picture. I mean, look at it. <laughs> it was, was it really large in the sky? Yes, it was large. You know what a star looks like? Of yeah, course, yeah, 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 three to four times bigger than that. Shit, that's unusual. That, well, that's why I took that picture, and that's why it looked like that instead of like all blurry and stuff. That's what it was. And so was, that that thing was morphed. Okay, it was. Basically, can you put up the, the other picture, please? That one, yeah. Yeah. This thing. Yes. Which looked like a saucer. Okay. It looks like a saucer, doesn't it? I mean, sort of. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. But and it's then, the same thing. Yeah, it's the and same. And then it morphed into this thing. Yeah. But Yeah, but vice versa. <laughs> and it, it, was and it morphed it back was. to that one as well. We, yeah. So it keeps changing shapes. Sort of. Yeah. Because uh, it was twinkling, sort of. Like flashing, mm. vibrating, whatever you want to call it. I would have pulsating. thought. Pulsating. I would have thought that one was 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 a was a was was your attempt to enlarge the shot, and this is what no. we're seeing. No, That's, no. So we literally just morphed into that object. Yeah, because like I had my camera then, so I had it there, and you know I I, I yep, yep. enlarged it there, yep. and I took that photo, and that's how it came out. And you took several shots of it. And yeah, then and then it went to the the other. Um, Bright light okay. with like the red, reddish glow. You sent me a video it. of this. You sent me a video of this. Which, uh, yeah. To all the viewers, uh, guys, we will have it up. Uh, you will definitely see it uh, later on. Uh, we'll show you the video shot that uh, mm-hmm. Doug took of this phenomenon. Um, oh, wow. Holy crap, dude. I mean, what the hell? This was above, this was in Senkang as well. Yeah. Along the same spot where you yes. saw the triangular crap? Yes. What the fuck's going on here, man? <laughs> We're going to find out. So, okay, from what you know, these two separate craft that you saw okay. over the same spot. Yes. Do you know what's what that spot is? What is it over? Is it flat piece of land or is it? I, I don't know. Don't I, know. I, huh? I, yeah, I couldn't tell you. We gotta go find out, man. We can. I can tell take you, a take drive there and take a look <laughs> and see what the hell is over there, man. We can anytime. This Let is me know. So freaking fun. Yeah. In Singapore. <laughs> so. so for all the residents in Sengkang. <laughs> for fuck's sake, look up, man. And look, look out, out your windows. windows. Yeah. yeah, look out your windows, guys. Come on. Take some videos, take some pics, and send them to me. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. It okay. was. That was, that was, that was cool. I, even I like that picture. <laughs> I call it like the Zippo picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really staring at that one, and it really looks so so different from... Exactly. That's why I like it. Yeah. It's definitely different. Okay. And any more sightings you've had? Yes. Um, me and my wife, we just recently uh, went to Bali just um, oh, a man. week ago. You know? A week ago? Yeah, a week mm-hmm. ago. And um, we was uh, there uh, next to the ocean, and... Again, I see something, <laughs> and this time it had like a, a it was uh, pulsating, and there was actually a green colored light. It was like a red, yellow, green color, and you know it's far away as well. So I took out my uh, my camera, my uh-huh. phone, and uh, I I took this video and I sent it to you. Yeah, and you know it was it was going across the sky, sort of jumping around, right. and stuff. So I I took the best video I could of it, and I I took some pictures of it as well, and and I sent to you. And these are only like a week old, on these. 
okay, the, the, these are actually what uh, Kai did on for for this. Mm-hmm. These are all your picture shots. Okay, and he's just animated this way. That's fine. Later on, we will we will put the video up yeah. uh, in post production so everyone can take a look see at the actual video. But at least I can get the colors. It's a red, green, yellow. I mean, it, it was far away, and you know, in the video, you'll definitely hear me talking, and you'll hear the waves because yep. I'm right there, like right next to the beach. Right. And what really caught my eye is the different colors. On Which part of Bali were you saying in Samiyak or Kuta or Lusudua? Uh, Lagian. Lagian, hmm. Lagian, Lagian is quite large. Lagian would be like uh, Samiyak and all that. Yeah, it's, uh, so. The hotel is Pullman. So Pullman. Right. Okay. At a Pullman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's where I took that at. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you're a magnet for these things, man. I don't know if I'm a magnet or not. I've definitely seen my shit. I'm going to hang on around you. I'm going <laughs> to hang around you a lot more often, man. I just pay attention. I, I, I love... I love nature. I love looking at the skies, and especially if I see like a something flashing yellow and green, uh-huh. you know, that's out of the ordinary. So it draws my attention. And something, you know, bright. I, I just like watching the skies. So you've never raised this, or you've never mentioned about all these experiences you've had. No, not at all. So, so it's <laughs> it no sounds po- crazy just me talking about them. Yeah, yeah, but the good thing is that the people you did share them with, right? I mean, none of them have been skeptical or cynical about about all these. If they know me, and if I tell you something, you can take it to the bank, you know. Uh, but if you don't believe me, that's fine too. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I saw, and I'm telling you some of my experiences. You know. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow, this is crazy, man. But you know what, man? You know, I, I got to say this uh, before we end the show. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always, you know, I've been putting up stuff out online on my socials and saying, please, if you've seen something, come for it. The first guy to come for it was Ignatius Bong. He was on the show last season. And then you came along. And then yeah. I want to say thank you, really, for reaching out yeah, and for pleasure. connecting and for, you know, providing the pictures. And today in the studio, telling us all these stories. Don't give a shit. I don't give a shit either. <laughs> yep. I don't give a shit a shit either about anyone saying you guys are a bunch of nutcases. Because really, again, man, there's no way we are alone. And I'm so happy to know that we've also been visited here in Singapore. I believe so. Sengkang, man. <laughs> I'm going to spend my nights <laughs> in Sengkang. Anyway, thanks again for being on the show. Really, Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Um, you've been watching... The Chris Hansen conversation. I will. I really hope to have more stories about UFOs, UFP, UAPs, and ETs, and if, whether or not anyone's had their ass probed um, <laughs> by an alien. Uh, if you if you're one of those, could you please just reach out to us at CCB TV uh, on Facebook? PM me directly right there. Uh, and thank you for watching. I'll see you again for the next episode of the Chris Hansen conversation. Until then, please look the fuck up. Bye-bye. I know I say goodbye and something happened after I said goodbye. <laughs> he should have said this yeah. earlier, but damn, I have to re- I have to record that uh, put the record recording on again because this man just told me something and you guys <laughs> ought to know. Please, let's start. We are talking about lost time. Yeah. Take it away. All right, man. Well, this happened to me once, and it was in the same exact area as I saw the, the UFO when I was 10 years old. I was in the same exact spot, but this is years later. I'm, I'm now a teenager. I was probably 17 or 18, 
and I was visiting my sister again, or my friend lived there, and I was in the same exact spot, well, where I saw that UFO at, there's a road and then there's a fence, and I walked this way to go to my house, Right. you know, I'm just walking distance, so I crossed the road, and as soon as I went to climb over that wooden fence there, picket fence, I was all of a sudden in the middle of this field that I would walk through, and I I realized it immediately because I knew that I had just crossed over that fence. So I somehow got like transported, teleported. (laughs) You could say that, I guess. Like somehow or another, I went from here to there to there without without crossing there. (laughs) Yeah, crossing crossing there, and I realized it right away. Because I like stopped and I was like, I just crossed that fence. It's like, how am I here? Which was like, maybe uh, if I actually would have walked it, it would have taken me, say, two minutes. Right. I mean, there was a, a gap there. Okay. Okay. And I knew something was off right off the bat. Uh huh. So what happened? I don't know. I just know that I probably had a good, say, 15 to 20 minutes of missed time there because I looked at my. <laughs> My watch, and I, I knew something was off there. So, wouldn't you agree that you were taken? No. <laughs> why? Why the fuck not, man? You had lost that, that time. It's all classic. Yeah. It's all classic uh, 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 examples of what's you know what happened to people who've been abducted before. There's always been this lost time that they cannot account for. I I have had that happen. Yes. The, the lost time. Yeah, but you don't. But you don't. You can't. I don't. Yeah. Okay, man. Time for some <laughs> hypnotic regression. That's the reason why I had to have this come back on and say, guys, I'm sorry. I said goodbye earlier, but this is just way too interesting. Again, again, whatever it is, don't forget. Keep looking up if you haven't started. Bye bye. Mmm. <laughs> 